Welcome to Stories from Owl Creek Press. I'm your host, Kit Crum. Owl Creek Press has about 4,000, a little over 4,000 stories on the strange, the unexplained, paranormal, supernatural, but it has a file consisting of about 300 stories on UFO. So I thought what I would do is end this week as an introduction to next week, which is going to be all about UFOs. The first story is UFOs during wartime. UFO sightings rarely end up in the news, despite over 40,000 sightings a year worldwide. Sightings take place over water, desert, at dusk, at dawn, in the middle of the day, at midnight. Reports of sightings may come in from an individual or from dozens or more people who don't know each other. In Australia, a UFO was witnessed hovering over a playground by the entire school. Astronauts, commercial pilots, presidents claim to have seen flying saucers. Television shows like the History Channel, Discovery, and Unsolved Mysteries have documented mysteries, have documentaries, 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 Documentaries have 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 documentaries have
documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries have documentaries project sign and project grudge Project Sign ran from 1947 to 1949 and was a study of unidentified flying objects as a threat to national security. It was followed by Project Grudge, which began in 1949 and ran until 1951 when Project Blue Book began. Shortly after the end of the war, that would be World War II, in 1946, the U.S. Army, Navy, and Air Force began reviewing battle records, examining strategies that worked winning battles and those that didn't. But the Air Force discovered when sifting through thousands of reports of air battles that took place over the Pacific was the mention of lights moving through the night skies at high rates of speed, undetectable by air or ground radar. The 415th Knife Fighter Squadron, along with details of dogfights over the German-occupied Rhine Valley, began reporting inexplicable lights following their aircraft. They gave these objects a name, taking a nonsense word used by a character in the popular Smokey Stover firefighter cartoon. They called these lights Foo Fighters. What baffled the Air Force is that these lights, these Foo Fighters as they were called, were also showing up in the day, often playing chicken with the B-17 Flying Fortress. It wouldn't be a stretch to conclude that by 1947, so many reports of encounters with Foo Fighters during the war had been reviewed that the Air Force couldn't ignore a possible threat to national security and so created the first of a series of books, Project Sign. Well, all this business of UFOs being not just a flying object that can't be identified, but a flying object from space has been the subject of debate for almost hundreds of years, certainly over the decades, about five decades. But for one man, there is no debate. His name is Bob Cuffell. He was a navigator for the B-17 Flying Fortress through most of World War II. The navigator in a B-17 sits backwards in the plane. His position is usually next to a window. Bob explained that leading a large formation of B-17s, we were hit hard over the target, spun out of control, and saved from crashing by the superb efforts of our co-pilot and command pilot. With two engines knocked out, we were forced to head home alone and low altitude. Our plane riddled with over 1,200 shell holes. I had a nose in the charts calculating fuel economy and had us flying at just above stall speed when the captain called back that we were about to be buzzed by a Foo Fighter. 
Instinctively, I looked, Bob said, out the port side window, and sure enough, there was a light circling the wing. I called out, and soon the entire crew was crowded around the window. That light followed us for 25 miles before disappearing over the horizon. Now, Bob Cuffell's report of personally seeing a Foo Fighter was included in other stories I've done of mysteries from the Pacific Northwest. Bob retired to Ashland, Oregon, eventually moving into Mountain View Retirement, where he told me this story. I was, at the time, assisted living administrator. I have to note that Bob Cuffell, at the time he told me this story of the B-17 being shot up and then followed by Foo Fighters, was of sound mind and body. Well, this is Kit Crum with your two stories about flying saucers. Have a good weekend, and on Monday we'll start again with some more stories on flying saucers. Thanks for listening.